We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend, my darling, my sweet one, my soul sibling. I'm so honored and blessed to be connecting with you here today on Journey to Center. You know, I've been doing this show for over a decade now, and my intention has been pretty consistent to share with you things that have helped me, people that have I've loved, information and concepts that have supported me in expanding and enjoying my life more as a spiritual being having a human experience. So today I'm so thrilled and honored to be sharing someone with you that I've known for quite some time and who always brings a smile to my face and joy to my heart and wisdom to my soul. And I know she will for you as well. We are here with Dr. C. Love. She's an author, speaker, life coach, and philanthropist with more than 16 years of professional motivational speaking and education, 17 years of study in the field of spiritual psychology, and 23 years in social services. As a life coach, Dr. C. Love identifies herself as a professional listener who believes that every individual has the ability to effectively deal with any of the challenges they face in their life, provided they have an effective support system. Dr. C. Love is also the co-host of the podcast, conversations with friends, along with Danny McFarland, who we recently had on my show and whom we all adore. Dr. C. Love is highly educated. She has a Bachelor of Arts in the Communication from the California State University. She has a Master's of Arts in Education from the University of Phoenix, a Fine Arts degree from Howard University. She's done graduate work at the University of Southern California and her doctorate in metaphysics. Dr. C. Love also has her master's of arts in spiritual psychology from the esteemed University of Santa Monica, where I also attended and met Dr. C. Love over two decades ago. So Dr. C. Love, thank you for saying yes to this conscious conversation here today on Empower Radio. I'm so excited to be hanging out with you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited, too. Yes. So uh, we had a conversation a little while ago and you and I both agreed how amazing it was. Well, first of all, to spend time at the University of Santa Monica and some of the things they taught us there. So I want to talk a little bit about how this education has informed and supported you and helped you on your journey. And one of the things we both loved was that quote, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So let's start there. How does that make you feel? How did that support you? And uh, let it uh, let it let us uh, invite the flowering of this conversation to occur. <laughs> so when you just <laughs> were saying that, it made me think about how I came to be at the University of Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had been ten years, moving ten years, almost ten years since the death of my twin brother, and I was still you know, making sense of, of this life, this realm. And I was doing a lot of social work and different things, but I didn't feel my own soul nourishment. And I happened across this magazine and I opened it up and on the inside cover, it said school the way you always wished it would be. And it was an advertisement for the university of Santa Monica. And it's the first time I just felt this leap within myself, within my soul consciousness. And it was like, go there and go there now. And so I was like, 
So I was like, okay. And I was scheduled to start another program in screenwriting at another university. And I just like instantly called them like, you know, I'm going to have to postpone that or set that back for a minute because I'm going to go to this other university. And it Mm -hmm. was just this knowingness. And when I climbed those stairs that first day, Iyanla Van Zant was sitting at the top of the steps writing. And she had been on Oprah at that time. So her face was recognizable. And then I was like, yes. I knew I was supposed to be here. She's here. Something good is going on. And even more than I knew. Oh, the Godwinks. Yes. And I didn't even know that because I probably picked up that same magazine and had a very similar experience and really just trusted that, uh, I don't know, that inspiration, that that uh, soul level Yes, even though it was expensive, even though it didn't make logical sense. I trusted that. And I really believe when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And that can show up in a lot of forms and fashions in our life. And it's just a matter of listening to that and trusting that and following that uh, that energy. Absolutely. You know, and so to have been bumping around in life, you know, this human trying to, you know, get some soul nourishment, even though I wasn't necessarily calling it soul at that time, you know, just trying to make sense of it all. You know, I come from Mm -hmm. a Christian background, church every Sunday and things like that, but I had a void that I I was still needing to be filled. And so when I was in the seat at USM and I heard them say, you know, that we were souls um, having a human experience, wow. What a paradigm shift. What a a, a, a catastrophic adjustment and filter. And life made things make sense. Yeah, it made it was like immediately something shifted that was like um, putting on, I say, putting on a prescription lens that was actually my prescription. Everything they yeah, said, yeah. even though it was radically different than anything I'd heard before, made perfect sense. And I, Absolutely. like you, Dr. Sela, felt so parched in my own life. And I couldn't figure out what to do to fix it or heal it. I tried everything from the outside in, but just found myself on my knees, which is often where we need to be, I think, to really set the intention to do something radically different and, and to um, invite healing in a way that, that can be um, encouraged and inspired by our own soul self. Mm-hmm. And, you know, humility is, to me, a pathway to mm-hmm. awakening and expansion you know it's like i i'm not that's that's when the partnership <laughs> spirit help <laughs> i love that yes humility <laughs> it is you know because so often i think we we think we want we want we know we want to you know go along with our own mental concepts and this is what i need to do and how i need to do it but that humility piece when we can go you know what i just don't know I don't I know. Don't know. Kind of that cracking <laughs> open where uh, I feel like spirits like finally now I can mm-hmm. guide you. I can lead you. I can bring to you. And I think that's what rock bottom is. It's like we're just open. We're just and open. Those, that four letter word help. <laughs> <laughs> help. I need help. some help. Yeah, because again, we live on a planet of of choice, free will and choice. If we don't extend the invitation, you know, it's not going to necessarily come along on a silver platter and be really gentle. We have to encourage, we invite, we have to invite Mm -hmm. the support. We have Mm -hmm. to invite the help. Yes. And, you know, and and once that request was out and, 
and my heart was open to receive that help. You know, my time at USM really was spent going through every corridor of my consciousness and, mm-hmm. and, and that. finding the finding the golden nuggets, finding the um the gain within the pain, you know, the blessing within the stressing, you know, and they're there to find. But it's it, having that support system for me, first of all, to know that that's what I'm doing um, is so is so key. And that's what I've spent two, three years doing. Oh, yes. And I love everything you're saying, going through the corridor of your consciousness. To me, it felt like going into the different corners, lifting up the rocks, going through the memories, bringing healing to the painful memories. And I love also what you're saying, the gain in the pain. For so long when I would experience painful things, I thought, God must really not like me. But that Mm -hmm. wasn't the truth. There's there's another way of looking at our pain, and it's we're here to grow as souls, and sometimes that occurs through our pain, right? Exactly, and then the other one, the blessing and the stressing, you know, when they talk yes. about stackers and different things coming into our life to call us forward to grow, and without that stressing, you know, it it doesn't really happen. You know, even if you think about childbirth, there is this when it's time, there's a stressing within the body that movement needs to happen and, and once that occurs um something comes into creation and, and there's the blessing yes the birthing process or if we even think about the butterfly coming out of the cocoon or a you know a duck or a chicken coming out of an egg and it it's a lot of work and it looks like it could be painful but if we're if they like the butterfly or the duck or even us has helped too much we don't um it can actually kill the butterfly, it can actually kill the duck, and it can actually prevent us from um, being birthed into the new, new, newer, more expanded aspect or version of ourselves. Exactly. I was um, I was reading this article the other day or watching this news clip the other day, and this was lady. She was on her way to the birthing center to give birth, and so she had gotten out the car and she was trying to take the first step up the stairs to get into where she had the water tank all prepared and everything mm-hmm. else. But she felt a head coming. So the midwife, you know, has to rush outside and like within a holler, the baby dropped out like from the side of her shorts and the midwife caught her and it was done. She was here. It was like all of this planning just, um, was important because they wouldn't have been where they were when this happened. But it's just amazing how once we surrender, um, we can next level so much more gracefully. I love, I love that. Maybe it doesn't have to be so painful, you know? Um, Yeah. You know, I think going with the flow of life, allowing the um, energy of life to flow through us. I love the feeling in, in my reality these days that the wind is at my back. For so many years, I felt yeah. like I was trying to go against the current. I was trying to go upstream and I was trying to get to someplace, you know. And when I finally surrendered, it was like I was starting to be carried. I was starting to be informed. I was starting to mm-hmm. really be able to relax, enjoy the journey and trust the process. And um, I don't know about you, Dr. Love, but I know for a long time you were fighting against the current. And as you speak to you now, it feels like definitely the tides have turned. The tides have definitely turned. It's funny because you were saying swimming against the grain. I say swimming through the mud, trying to swim upstream through mud. That's no, I remember those, those days, those months, those years. 
messy, messy, messy. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I I am absolutely in a, in an upper shift, you know, and I'm still working with young people in the inner city of Los Angeles that are highly at risk, but I've just changed um, locations um, to where it's a little bit more intimate, it's less students. So that means automatically less bureaucracy and more opportunity to Mm. support them, even in this new thing of this virtual reality that we're in right now because of everything that's going on um, in the world, you know, with COVID and all of that. And so um, I'm excited about that new opportunity. And we've got the, um, the, the show, we're having so much fun on conversations with friends and uh, it's just exciting. It's exciting time. Yeah, it is. You know, some people think it's, uh, you know, horrible times or bad times, or there's a lot of negativity, a lot of negative words used to describe this time we're in, but I, I don't perceive it that way. I feel like there's, mm-hmm. again, what you had said earlier, there's lots of opportunities. Um, there's reasons why, and we just have to relax and trust the process and allow mm-hmm. ourselves to be informed. And, you know, I always like to um, affirm personally living in grace and ease, clarity and connection. And I feel like that helps keep the wind at my back. Yes. Yes. Just saying, you know, what, what am I learning here? What is, what is my next uh, awareness and, mm-hmm. and stay open-minded, prayerful, you know, about it. And that's what I'm doing from, from day to day, you know, mm-hmm. how can I make the greatest impact? I always love the, the three essential questions that Ron and Mary asked at USM. That is, who am I? You know, what is my purpose or why am I here? And three, how can I make the greatest contribution? Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. So those are the guiding questions for me, you know, from day to day, you know, and it's funny because, you know, like you think about asking yourself, who am I? You know, am I different yesterday than I am today? Well, I hope so. I hope I've grown. I hope I've expanded. I hope my awakening um, has been beneficial to not just myself, but others. And then from that new awakening, opening to even a greater awakening. Mm. Well, and I certainly feel as I've asked those questions for and within myself, uh, I was a little surprised at some of the answers that came forward one day. It was just like, love my children. I was like, humans, like all of them, you know, and and I always say (laughs) animals. I loved animals. That was easy. But humans were more of an acquired taste. And then I heard God say, just the one in front of you, just love whoever's in front of you. And I was like, I can do that. And I have practiced that. And now I do feel like I love humanity. I love humanity. We're animals that and some of us have forgotten our connection to the divine. But I don't have to worry about that. All I have to do is maintain my connection to the divine and live love. And uh, it's made my path pretty clear. And uh, I know you've, you've said this a lot, Dr. C. Love, and I want to hear um, more about it from your perspective. We heal when we bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt. Then we become vessels of love. You know, that's so absolutely true. Carolyn Miss has this um, chakra meditation or some morning meditation, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the things I like to do to start my day. And then there's one component and it's where she asks, you know, like somebody that you don't want to see, you know, that you don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with because of whatever. And then the invitation is imagine that that's the last person that you're seeing in this lifetime. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, like if this is the last person you're with, you know, uh-huh. does, that, does that shake or shift how you will engage with them? You know, and, and to me, that, inv- that invitation is to see whatever conflict um, that is it, as a pebble rather than a brick wall. You know, we had talked about that um, earlier, you know, so how do I, how do I make that human connection um, with someone that I might even disagree with? And that to me is what you just said. Like Mm -hmm. I I might not be able to speak for the whole planet, but I can say this one person in front of me, I can do that. Yeah. And I really do believe if we can settle into that place of love, that's what we ripple out into the world. I see so often people fighting with what is, and they're bringing more of what they don't want onto the planet. Mm -hmm. If we can just relax we can relax into the loving. And I think, you know, self-love, self-compassion, being kind and patient and accepting with ourselves, that's what's going to um, help us heal the world from the inside out. And that's also how what my name represents, Dr. C-Love, S-E-E-L-O-V-E. Mm-hmm. If you see love everywhere you go, then you always have it around you and you meet family and friends, you know, and, and to me, I've learned not to waste time in really making a human connection. Sometimes you walk into a room and, you know, people sit over in this corner and that corner and and time (laughs) is just passing. But then lo and behold, something happens and we make the connection. And now we're friends and family. Now I can show you who I really am and this, that, and the other. I I come in as me and and comfortable um, in my own skin. (laughs) I was at this workshop one time and, I knew most of the people there, like 95% of them. And this guy comes in and, you know, and I just kind of hugged him right away. Like he was somebody I already knew. And it kind of scared him a little bit. Like, what is this? <laughs> That's a lot of love coming my direction. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of U.S. members and he wasn't. So and then I was just laughing about it from day one. And of course, surely, surely we all became close and like he got it. But it was just funny because he was like, who's hugging me? <laughs> That is funny. And and it is interesting because I do feel like as we are at home within ourselves, as we are comfortable in that space of love and we see others through the lens of love, we we smile. We're we're um at home and and it it is so interesting to live from this posture and perspective and now see clearly the people that are and are not in that space within themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It becomes very clear. It becomes very clear who's comfortable, who's at home, who's awake. And uh, those are the people that typically just smile a lot and are peaceful. And then the people that are uncomfortable who are just like frowning. And gosh, I was one of those people for a long time, frowning and, and a lot of discomfort and a lot of hurt. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really interesting how clear it becomes. That, you know, that, and that reminds me of another like really key thing that I learned at USM. And that's forgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. where that forgiveness comes in. I mean, it's like, it's like treasure hunting. <laughs> but boy, do we resist it. Oh my gosh. I did not want to forgive. You know, that idea that everybody is doing the best they can. Like, oh no, I'm doing the best I can. But them, oh no. Not they so can much. definitely do better. <laughs> <laughs> when it, you know, I, that's. That was like drinking cod liver oil. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't fun. But you know what made that state? Because I'd heard it a lot before and I'm with you. I was like, I do not agree. They could have done way better. But they, Ron and Mary added that other little tagline that was so helpful. 
given one's level of consciousness. Everyone's doing the best they can given their level of consciousness. It's like, well, I can accept that. That was like the cod liver oil, but then I could get the little Boston baked bean afterwards that made it acceptable. <laughs> oh, they just don't know any better. Poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to forgive them anyway. I'm just going to forgive them anyway. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing. It's like when we forgive others, then we're free. We don't forgive them for them. We forgive them for ourselves so that we can go on to live our expanded, blessed, grace-filled, bountiful, beautiful life. We don't do it for them. We do it for ourselves. And and that's the interesting piece to that that growth point. It's like after all of the resistance, once we get it, oh, it's for me. And it just makes all of the difference in the world. I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. And, and as those forgivenesses come into being, it opens up space in our hearts and in our consciousness for more of what we, we do want, you know, and, and to quit inviting the lessons into our lives where we have to learn that over and over again. Okay, yeah, because I'm if we don't forgive... forgive we're going to get more of the same. Mm-hmm. And I had this other mm-hmm. revelation. It's like, if you don't forgive that person over there, you're making them more important and more powerful in your life than God. And you're preventing wow. the flow from God to be able to bless you and guide you and gift you. It's like, you've got Christmas over here, but you're too busy focusing on, you know, you know, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, the stuff you don't want where you could just back up, turn around and have these blessings and presents and gifts and surprises. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> and they might not even know that you don't forgive them in, in greater field. They might probably don't care. <laughs> yeah, you're not hurting them. You're hurting yourself and you're preventing your connection to the divine. And I don't know about you, Dr. Love. I suspect we're on the same page with this because we usually are, maybe always. Um, Everything we want, everything we deserve, desire, and need comes from our connection to the universe, from our connection, our relationship, and friendship to God. Absolutely. And so we, we realize in a beautiful way that it is self-serving to forgive. It is self-serving to see the love within that person that's in front of us, whether we're having a disagreement with them or not. Oh, yes. Soul that, level self-serving. That God still loves yes. them. Yeah, they're still loving. They're still, you know, important. Their lives matter. You know, it's just that um, we have something to grow from through the experience with them. And if we stay on that, then we're in a good position. Well, and that's what we're here to do. Grow as souls. It's not just to get, acquire, accumulate, you know, feed our egos and uh, accomplish. It's to grow as souls. And sometimes we're inspired to do that through things that are maybe unpleasant, maybe challenging. But I love something also Ron and Mary said. We learn through pain and suffering and sorrow until we learn how to learn through grace and ease and joy. And I feel like for me, and it seems for you, our little teeter-totter is flipped over on the fulcrum so we're able to experience more grace and ease and joy in our lives. And I would recommend and invite anyone who would listen to me to um, receive that for themselves, set that intention and receive that for themselves. That's a beautiful intention. Oh, grace and ease, yes. Grace and ease, and that, and that is... Um, you know, historical, because, you know, when you come in, coming through the birth canal, that might not be considered grace and ease, but that story that I shared earlier about the little baby Julia, 
that was grace and ease for her. She just slid on in. And, and we can do that from our conscious awareness at, at this level. Yes. Yes. And we now, want, I, want more of that, but, please. Grace and ease. I, I was just, I was just saying, I recently turned 50 and um, like I'm totally disconnected with the years themselves, but I see the growth through the life lessons that have come my way. Um, I don't feel older. It's just what the calendar says, but I, I know that I'm wiser because I have been practicing these principles and they have strengthened me like, like tree roots growing into the ground, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful journey. And, and with the tools to comprehend some of the things that are challenging, uh, it makes it even fun. Yeah, absolutely. It, fun. it is fun. And you are a bright light and you are able to guide and um, reveal the path, people's individual paths um, to themselves as you hold space for them in your wisdom and in your loving and in your compassion and in your kindness. So Dr. C-Love, please tell people where they can maybe um, find you, connect with you, maybe listen to your podcast, Conversation with Friends, with your friend Danny McFarland. Yes, our podcast is on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, Google Podcasts, and just about anywhere where people get their podcasts. And also our website is um, www.cwftalk.com. Also my audio book, which is um, being offered complimentary right now, it is on SoundCloud, the ABCs of Loving Each Day. Um, Dr. C. Love, again, that's D-R-S-E-E-L-O-V-E. Mm-hmm. And you can go to drclove.com and that will connect you. And of course, okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all Dr. C. Love, LinkedIn. <laughs> Love it. So it connects in different ways. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. This is so great. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on having your show for more than a decade. I know you enough to know that your listeners are blessed to have you. And oh, you're it's like just beaming fun. at them. I just love rippling out love into the world and just um, connecting with others of like mind and high vibration just to ripple out and bless the planet. You know, it's like years ago, I thought I wanted to be out there and famous, but now I realize there are no great things. There's only small things done with great love. And now my intention is to live the biggest love I can and just let that continue to guide and inform me. And I know you're doing the same thing. And I just, adore you. I adore your energy. I am so grateful for your wisdom and for you saying yes to your journey and walking through the pain and getting to the other side. Absolutely. You are a blessing you know, and a I gift. I love you too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. C-Love. And to our listeners mm-hmm. that have been hanging out with us today, thank you for being part of the energy. I know you uh, got some value from Dr. C-Love. Get in touch with her and, you know, you can be in touch with me. TammyBPhD.com. Download my free ebook and guided meditation. Get a hold of us on Facebook. I'm on there all the time. And I know you are too, Dr. C. Love. Yes. So yeah, let's connect. Let's keep fanning the flame of one another's huge, amazing, ever-expanding hearts and uh, enjoy the journey. God bless you. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.